Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of the Passenger Experience Series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives about the future of passenger travel including changing demographics, such as the U.S. population aging and becoming more multicultural, new technologies, labor and supply chain shortages, and what the future may have in store. Thank you for joining us in The Hold Room. In this episode of The Hold Room, Anthony Barnes with the Airport Minority Advisory Council, or AMAC, joins Kisa and Max. He emphasizes the role that technology can play while underscoring the value of personal interaction in creating a positive passenger experience. Welcome back everyone to The Hold Room. We're very excited to have Anthony Barnes here with the Airport Minority Advisory Council, or AMAC, with us. Anthony, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do? I am Anthony Barnes, AMAC's Chief Operating Officer. We are the only national nonprofit trade association that's dedicated to increasing diversity within the airport space. And so we look at airport contracting as well as employment opportunities and look to see ways that we can bring those opportunities to our diverse membership. I've been with AMAC for the past seven or eight years or so, leading their membership department as well as operations. Great. Well, we're glad to have you here today. Could you tell us a bit about what a positive passenger experience means? When I think of a positive passenger experience, a few words come to mind. First, safety. Pre-pandemic, we were talking about your physical safety and we were looking at individuals in the airports and, and the things that they may bring in the airport. A lot of the discussion was around that, but post-pandemic, we are now thinking about our health and looking at ways that the airport is practicing safety as it pertains to health and making sure that facilities are clean for passengers. So when I think of a positive passenger experience, I think of the airport looking at ways to keep the passengers safe, both physically and also health-wise. Then I also think about sustainability. Passengers, they want to know that they're contributing to the environment, that we're not negatively contributing to the environment. So as we are building our airports for the future, it's important that airports are looking at ways to reduce environmental impacts. And so when I think of a positive passenger experience, I think of sustainability as well. Finally, when I think about a positive passenger experience, I think about technology and ensuring that technology is assisting us with our travel. I think of a technology to lessen security lines and, and get us through news shops and purchasing our snacks to get on the planes very quickly. And technology has an opportunity to do that for us. So a positive passenger experience is using technology in order to enhance the travel experience for the passenger. And so what are some instances of technology implementations that you can think of 
Yeah. So for one, they talk about in order to avoid security lines, you can't just do TSA pre-check. Now you have to do the clear and TSA pre-check and having clear at airports, I think personally has been a blessing for me (laughs) to get through lines very quickly. Also, some airports I know have other ways to communicate with passengers, including digital customer support services, because many times there are challenges with just needing some type of customer service, finding the desk or finding employees to assist you. And so having digital customer service implemented in airports is one thing that's great for our passengers. And then finally, I think about passenger analytics. There are tools out there that are gathering data to help with passenger analytics. And with that data, our airports can meet the needs of our passengers better and be more informed with making decisions. One example of that is Thanks Again, which is a platform that I know that some airports use in order to collect passenger analytics. I think that was an interesting point you brought up about TSA pre-check and clear, how it used to be if you had TSA pre-check, then you were going to bypass the lines. And now it seems that clear is the one with the shorter lines. Have you seen sort of bigger interest now in people getting clear as well? Absolutely. And in fact, many times when I'm flying through the Atlanta airport, the clear line with TSA pre-check is much shorter than just the TSA pre-check. And so that helps ease security lines because the passengers are able to flow to different entry points into the airport. It's so important. And I think it's just a great tool to use that we see in our airports and really emerging across the country. So I think another question we were interested to ask you is what are the challenges that the aging population faces traveling and what solutions should be implemented to mitigate these challenges? We talk about technology advancing us, right? But then sometimes it can be a barrier, believe it or not. We're thinking about contactless service at some of the stores at our airports. Some of our aging population may be a little more challenged to get used to that technology and to really use it. And so even though technology is here and it's for us and it's helping us advance, still having that personal touch, I think, really helps our passengers So having an effective customer service group within the airport, I think, is still in need. So if that is a digital customer support services or if that's a real person, I think we can have technology, but we should also ensure that we are equipping our aging population with the tools necessary in order to really be able to use it. I also think about accessibility and long security lines that our aging population may have to deal with. Again, providing tools that can assist with our aging population. So ensuring that it's easy to secure a wheelchair or to secure assistance to get from one end of the airport to another would be very helpful for our aging population. Certainly, the concept of a digital customer service application would be useful in matching airport staff with the needs of a variety of passengers, whether aging or otherwise. I'm curious how staffing levels have impacted that recently. Has that been any sort of thing that you anticipate could hamper the deployment of some sort of a digital customer support system? That's a very good question. 
even going through the pandemic and, and even now, we're experiencing staffing challenges at our airports. Because of these staffing challenges, airports do have to make decisions and really come up with ways in order to fill the missing gap. So that may be a challenge for some of our airports and finding staff that can really assist with that due to the staffing shortage. Absolutely. We would also like to ask you, what is most intriguing to you about new and emerging technologies being offered? What do you wish there was? I think it's really intriguing on how quickly technology is really advancing the operations of airports. And if we look just around the world, we see that this is taking place. I was reading a a CNN article and they were talking about how biometrics is changing the face of air travel. An example I think they've used was American Airlines and how they are already testing biometric boarding at some airports. And they're talking about expanding it to check-in and then security checkpoint and then, and then of course, boarding. I know that the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey and other airports are looking at planning for this over the next decade and looking at artificial intelligence, which we know is emerging as well. The question was, what do you wish? Years ago, I was randomly thinking about walking through an airport and possibly looking up and seeing messages and information that was just for you. And we see now that Delta is actually doing that, where they're looking at parallel reality, where content on screens is personalized for the passengers. So seeing that implemented in our airports, I think would be a game changer for us as we navigate through airports. Well, for our listeners who haven't seen that yet or aren't familiar, can you explain sort of what type of information is shown? It's information and it's content that is directly for you. So like flight information and flight status and gate information that you can easily find. With that, we're talking about just changing the face of digital signage and how we navigate through the airport. Right now, it's looking up at information and signage. But as you know, if you see a list of flights, it's kind of hard to find your flight, right? And it's hard to find your city and find it quickly. So as we're going through airports, it's important to find information quickly because you have to get somewhere, right? You're on a time schedule. So having that information right there quickly, readily available, I think is so important. Now, what is minimally acceptable for positive passenger experience? Number one, easy navigation getting around the airport very quickly, knowing where you need to go, where the pickup place is. If you're doing Uber or Lyft or any of the other car share taxis, then I also think about friendly staff and helpful staff. It's always nice to have someone kind of direct you. I know sometimes when I'm racing through an unfamiliar airport, you can kind of have that lost look. And, you know, when folks can kind of just reach out and just help you navigate, I think it's so helpful. And then also, even if you don't have getting anything to eat or whatever, I think minimally acceptable are clean and adequate facilities. Everyone has to use the facilities. And so having clean and adequate facilities are the minimal acceptable things for a positive passenger experience. I like how you keep bringing up the importance of that personal touch. So even though a lot of things may be going digital, people still like to have a positive one-on-one interaction. How do you balance the need for upcoming technology, but then also keeping that personal touch and one-on-one interaction with staff? 
Yeah, I think it really has to do with putting yourself in the place of a passenger. Many times when passengers are traveling, whether they are frequent travelers or whether they travel once a year, especially those that travel less frequently, it can be quite stressful getting through the airport, especially if it's an early flight. So you're waking up early to fight traffic, to find parking, to get to the airport. There's a lot going on for the passenger before they even get to the security line. And so if there's any way that an airport can help ease the passenger, I think is so important. Just a simple smile or a simple greeting can go a long way. I think it would add to the positive passenger experience. We had talked before about more or less what a basic, acceptable, positive passenger experience is, right? But I think you're starting to talk about what can really bring it to the next level. If an airport is really looking to enhance its passenger experience, what is some of the low-hanging fruit that they can do to bring it to the next level? That's a good question. I think in order to bring it to the next level, what keeps going in my head, I'm thinking about like a concierge type service, something that really would put more control with the passengers, but then also provide some level of resources for the passenger. For example, the digital customer service support area. To me, that's taking it to the next level because now I don't have to go and try to find this desk in the middle of an airport, I can just pick up my phone and reach out for customer support. Another example of this would be the mobile ordering. Now there are apps where you can order your food and you can have it delivered to your gate. And so something like that is the next level. Not only are we enhancing our airport with top restaurants that you'll see on the street with great food and great drinks, but now we're making it easy for you to purchase the food and still make your flight in time because we've now provided access for you to do that. So taking it to the next level, I think, really is about putting more control with the passenger, but at the same time, providing resources for the passenger as well. The word that comes to mind as you were speaking was independence, where the customer is empowered to make the decisions that they want. If they want to, seek out customer support that's there for them. If they want to just kind of sail on through, they can do that too. And that actually ties back into the concept of accessibility. Last season, we had Andrew Palmberg on, who's a member of the deaf community, and he's a representative from the Travelers with Disabilities Advisory Committee at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. And he was talking a lot about accessibility, and he emphasized the need for independence. Passengers just want to have a degree of control, autonomy, to move through the space of the airport and to control their own experience, their own destiny. So I think you've hit the nail right on the head. Anthony, thank you so much for your great comments and answers to our questions. This was super intriguing and we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. I definitely enjoyed the conversation. Thanks, Kisa. Thanks, Max. Thanks for joining us in The Hold Room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the-hold-room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. 
Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again. Thanks again.